Welcome to Calculated Nonsense. Uh, we, this is uh, this is our first episode. Thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you're watching on video or listening on uh, through your favorite podcast app, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Uh, be sure, whatever platform you're using, um, like us, follow us, subscribe to us, whatever options available. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Paul, what what you want to kind of give a rundown of what calculated nonsense is? So, it's based off of how we first met and what stuff that we find interesting and what we find to talk about. Uh, so, basically, pop culture. Sure. Uh, a lot of pop culture, a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows, uh, hot takes on current issues, um, a little bit of tomfoolery as well sure. <laughs> and uh you know two self-proclaimed geniuses that that's are right sitting at this table right now okay. uh, maybe midwestern geniuses <laughs> midwestern geniuses sure. it gives, gives, you a, gives you an idea where we're at we, we, we are uh, we are in the midwest uh, indiana to be exact but um, that, that's not necessarily super important in regards to what no. what we want to do episode to episode, but you know, maybe, maybe it will be. Well, things like your, like I saw today, you're wearing your <laughs> Marvel Comics, Comics shirt and DC Universe. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a big, uh, big comic nerd, uh, big movie buff. I love, mm-hmm. love movies, TV stuff like that. Um, yeah, as is Paul. And we have similar interest in movies. As sure, well. absolutely. Absolutely. And we, we tend to catch the set, like similar things and deeper meanings and. That's because uh, of our superior intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> Midwestern genius. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that, that's calculated nonsense in a nutshell. Um, we just felt that we wanted to kind of let other people who might because what, what, our interests are our niche niche. Almost said niche. Yeah. Like, that's not the way you say it. That's fine. Niche. Um, and, and we think that there's probably some other people out there who have similar interests, and uh, uh, we just want to share our opinions with you and uh, our thoughts. Our thoughts, yeah. Uh, not that you necessarily care, but we we don't care if you care. No, mostly kind of like a reference for us at first, I think. Yeah, just to like go sense, back yeah. and look at what we said and thought, oh yeah, I remember I said that kind of thing. For sure. Yeah. But I was thinking, like, also, like, some current events, uh, local things, uh, conventions Mm -hmm. that going on, anything math or science related because of our background in both those fields. Um, Basically, it's calculated, analytical nonsense. Yep, very much. Well, um, now that we kind of got that out of the way, um, just so you're aware, I'm Kyle. And I'm Paul. And that's Paul. Um, Paul, why don't you share a little bit about uh, um, maybe how, how, how we met and, and then we can kind of give everybody an idea All of the history. backgrounds. Yeah. Um, well, we met at Scheller's Fitness and Cycling. Yep, that's where, is, that's where I used to work. Yeah, yeah where I used to work. Um, Sarah, my wife, and I bought uh, two bikes from you. Uh, my bike was first, and then I loved it so much, and my wife loved it so much that she's like, I need a new bike now as well. So she got a second bike. Um, and then our friendship kind of started and developed because of the maintenance I needed done on my bike. Um, uh, I am. Uh, pretty hefty individual and uh flat tires were regular um derailleur hangers popped off pretty regularly too i think i went through two of them in like in like two months or something like that um so (laughs) i'd bring it in and we'd talk and we'd do things like this and we'd have conversations like this and uh coming for a five minute tire tire change yeah uh, it would turn into you know, an, an hour and a half long conversation about, you know, what we've been watching or what we uh, know is coming soon or, uh, mm-hmm. or, 
you know. Like, have you seen this yet? Yeah. Oh, exactly. I saw this, and I think this. Yeah, exactly. And then, and just like, uh, uh, just like, you know, any conversation, I think, you know, we 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 go like you said earlier, pop culture. We, I'm sure, politics. I'm sure, religion. It's all brought into it. All all very interesting topics that. Uh, are no way to fight soon at all. Very interesting takes <laughs> on. But yeah, yeah, it was uh, that's that's. Yeah, and then uh, we had Taco Tuesdays. Yeah, we rides on. Yeah, we'd, um, uh, we'd go on our really short, really like, short three mile. Uh, well, one and a half miles there, one and a half miles back. Yeah, uh, ride to get some tacos, and then we would end up uh, on the tiny little TV that we had inside the bike shop. We'd end up coming back drinking some beers and then uh like watching a show yep. like, hey we should watch this episode real just like we did yeah. yesterday it was like harley you should quinn. check out this harley quinn cartoon let me show you the the first scene uh 15 minutes 15 later minutes like, well, this later. is um, really more than i intended but that's that's kind of how it went yeah uh, we, we we uh lose track very easily we digress very yes. easily. <laughs> yes we it's awesome uh, and it's enjoyable like even, even when we're off topic, it's enjoyable and fun. Absolutely. So I feel like conversations will tend to digress, but then something will end up happening, which will kind of like bring us full circle back to, That's to true. where we want to go. That's very true. Yeah. Um, so maybe uh, maybe give the viewers kind a little of bit of a history, history of yourself. Um, okay, uh, grew up in Indiana, uh, rural part of Indiana, private school. Uh, led a very kind of sheltered life as I was growing up. Um, I grew up kind of wanting to be, uh, at first I wanted to be a doctor, then I wanted to be an architect, and then I wanted to be an engineer. Uh, you know, like all young, young yeah. kids do. Change your mind on Thousands of times. But I was never like a, I never wanted to be a firefighter or a police officer. I didn't want to do that. Like, I wanted to be like the doctor, like in charge of saving lives and stuff like that. This MASH was like one of my favorite TV <laughs> shows of all times. Um, still is. Um, well, I, I went to Murray State University, got my degree, and still wasn't entirely sure what I was going to do. I was still interested in engineering quite a bit, and I got told by my physics professor that I should do this internship thing at NASA, and he made me apply. NASA. He made me apply, and I applied, and I got in, uh, and uh, so I did an internship at NASA for about three months. Spaceships, NASA. <laughs> Literal rocket science. Literal rocket science. <laughs> um, they do so much more than rocket science, so it's insane. <laughs> um, one of the most underfunded things of the entire, oh, I'm talking about it. Anyway. We have a Space Force now. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's all better. You're right. Fixed. Um, <laughs> We'll put missiles on this face. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Please, no. They, uh, so, worked at NASA for a while. Um, I didn't want to be in a cubicle and in boardroom meetings arguing about eight hours a day about whether or not the size of the wheels on the rover should be, you know, this big or this big. And there, there was a micro change yes. to what he just did there. Yes, very different, big difference to them. But to me, it was, oh my gosh, just pick one. And uh, they don't really do that at NASA. They research everything instead of just picking one or testing one. Um, you should so. see their romantic lives. <laughs> <laughs> Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory exists, and he lives... At uh, Houston, uh, in Houston, Texas. But he's, he's probably not as comedic. No, as it is it's not. probably twice as dry as the sheltered people see on TV. It's very dry. <laughs> it's very dry human interaction down there. And uh, so after reflection, coming back, I worked at a summer camp called uh, Carson, which is sure. pretty uh, uh, local. And I, found, I felt that my, how could I help best affect the world? And that was through teaching. So taking what I know and using what I have in order to share it with the younger generation. Um, so I became a teacher. Um, after becoming a teacher, I've been teaching now for seven and a half years, maybe eight years. Um, got my master's degree. Um, still trying to make those changes happen. 
and I just got my master's in administration, moving up in administration to try to uh, affect more change for the good in our school and our kids today. That's my cool. history background. And cool. Well, I'll go into some of mine too. Yeah, I was going to say uh, you. Thanks. So, where Paul went to private school, I went to public school. Um, we're the same age, too. Yeah, same age. Same yeah, age. We're, we're both uh, 30. Yep. Yep. Okay, going on 31. Yep. When's your birthday? April. You just had it? Or uh, you just turned 30? I just turned 30. Oh, I turned 31 in August. I'm older. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you have that. <laughs> 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 Shoot. Uh, yeah, so uh, I went to public school um, just north of here. So we're, we're in Evansville, Indiana right now. I'm, I'm from Jasper. You're from Evansville. Yep, Indiana. from Evansville. Um, so uh, fair, fairly well-off community that I'm from in, you know, in comparison to a lot of other communities out there. Um, you know, we had, we had nice schools and uh, great athletics programs and stuff like that. Um, but I, I kind of always, you know, I think I think when I was younger, I, I probably leaned more towards being an architect. But um, but somewhere in that architect engineer mm -hmm. uh, range is kind of what I wanted to do. Um, Paul didn't mention this in his, um, but I know he was a part of this too. Uh, in high school. We were both part of a super mileage team mm -hmm. uh, where we actually competed against each other, but we didn't know each other. Yeah, that his school murdered us. <laughs> that the, the school he went to was uh, nationally recognized. Yeah, maybe internationally. Internationally, internationally recognized. They, they 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 were great. They also had a lot more money. Yeah, than we had. Yeah, we did. Uh, but you put a lot of work into getting a lot of work lot into of work. it as well. Uh, but. Our, our foray into the super mileage didn't come until my, well, was it junior? No, actually, we did we did do it my sophomore year. We started my sophomore year. Oh. Yeah, I thought it was junior year. Yeah. But I just had kind of a flash in my head. It was it was actually my sophomore year. So we didn't do we didn't do as good our sophomore year as we did junior and senior. Year. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, that's the same because we junior were, junior and senior is where we did. Uh, we definitely competed against each other. Oh, for, for sure. sure. For sure. Um, but my freshman year, uh, well, I'll, I'll kind of, I'll take one more step back. In middle school, uh, that's kind of where I think I really targeted what I wanted to do from an engineering perspective. I wanted to be involved with computers um, and tech. Uh, a buddy of mine, in our eighth grade year, we had a vocational guy come in and talk to us about vocational programs that you could enter uh, into in high school. And one of those was was like a, an IT-based uh, vocational program. I thought, oh, that's great. Um, well, then when uh, when we got to uh, when I got to my freshman year and I got to like that point where it's hey we're kind of selecting because you can select elective, classes and yeah electives and stuff. Um, there was this class. It was like Intro to Engineering Design. Uh, and I thought, boom, no, no question, <laughs> no vocational, don't need this. And there's a part of this program called Project Lead the Way, uh, which is a really great program. Uh, it was kind of in its infancy still when it started my freshman year uh, as a whole program nationally. Uh, there was just like, I think when it, when it started my freshman year, there was only like three classes available. It was uh, intro, principles, and like digital electronics. Uh, and then like... My sophomore years when it kind of went like boom. Here's, here's all these other seven classes, and yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I was one of like five five people in our high school who went, got to go through the entire program from the time we were freshmen until we graduated. Um, I'm one of I think two of us that took all of them. Um, this is like intro to engineering, principles of engineering, digital electronics, computer integrated manufacturing. Um, so civil uh, engineering, aerospace, and then our capstone, which was uh, engineering design and development, which was uh, kind of a self self taught, self governed class where you selected your project and you kind of worked the whole, the whole year. Um, 
So yeah, really cool. Um, not a lot of schools had this. Uh, I think a lot more have it now, or at least have some type of STEM-based. Uh, a lot of public schools have exactly PLTW. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because of how phenomenal it is to students that have had it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it, it, uh, from the time I hit digital electronics on, uh, which would be four five classes, uh, allowed me to test out of a lot of stuff going into uh, college, which was great. Uh, but from high school, I went uh, to the University of Southern Indiana, uh, I majored in computer science, minored in computer information systems. Uh, so, uh, you know, did a lot of IT stuff with the information systems, and then uh, a lot of programming, a lot of coding, a lot of software design type stuff. Uh, with computer science, so um, in a sense, computer science is is kind of a lot of software engineering, uh, a lot of theory in terms of like computational design. Mm -hmm. Computational design, not a, not a phrase that I've used. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> um, and then then like uh, a little bit of hardware stuff. Um, anymore, we don't have to worry about hardware stuff because not a lot of people make their own hardware. A lot of people will build their own computers and stuff like yes. that. That's, that's plug and play now. That's, mm -hmm. that's easy. Um, but so, so after, after college, um, well, so, so while I was in college, my senior year, I was a part of this group that um, got to compete against all of the great school, you know, Harvard. Yale, MIT, Stanford, all the schools that like, you, you know, they're probably, the people that work at NASA <laughs> or like Sheldon go there. So, yes. so very high, highly, and, and for some reason, uh, one of our faculty advisors thought we should join this as University of Southern Indiana and we're going to do great. Uh, now, we did not get last place, got third to last place. Yep. Uh, DBFL. Yep. But we, so we worked with Deaconess Hospital and uh, with their chief information officer. And uh, after that, I, I did get a job offer to go right into doing stuff in my field. However, um, hey, it was horrible. Hmm. I mean, really not great. Um, and I probably could have negotiated harder, but I mean, it was like, so I was at the time working uh, as a, assistant manager, co-manager of a bike shop here in town, and my pay there was higher than what it was going to be programming, which was like, it was kind of laughable. Yeah. <laughs> kind of laughable. Bye. So, so I thought, uh, I thought, hey, if I can make more money, not in a cubicle, I'm going to do that as long as I can, because, mm -hmm. you know, it's fun, I enjoy interacting with people. Um, in that element, you know, in the bike shop world, selling bikes and fitness equipment, you know, getting people to a point where they're making themselves better. I kind of enjoyed that. Um, probably what I enjoyed most, though, was was just the, the business aspect of it, mm -hmm. you know, growing a business. And, uh, and so from, from there, uh, my wife had a, another year of school, so I thought, I'm going to stay doing this for a little while. And, and then shortly thereafter, uh, I had the opportunity to open new store here in town um, and I, I kind of saw that from the ground up so um, from the purchase of the property we, we had day-to-day -day building uh, I was like the pseudo uh, construction manager uh, <laughs> because like, I'd get a phone call from the guys who own the business uh, in Louisville and they'd say you know hey we need you to meet with these construction people today or go over and inspect what they did today um, Make sure, make sure they stapled the insulation incorrectly because they didn't do that right the first time. Uh, but they fixed it. But uh, yeah, so I, I got to do all that, and then of course you know got to run and build this um, community in the store, and you know we took it from you know from a temporary location where we were like maybe two hundred grand a year to like to almost like one. 1.7, almost two million dollars a year. Like, yes. By the time I, you so know, you're really a, moved you're, on, would you say you're a small business startup master? <laughs> like ninja, like ninja. 
I, I, uh, I, you know, in my head, yeah, <laughs> in my head, absolutely. But I think that, like, when you say like you're a master, and, you know, when, when you're no longer the grasshopper, uh, you've kind of reached that level where you can't grow anymore, and mm -hmm. and. Uh, and but you always have room for growth. Always have room. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So, so I've been I was doing that for the past what, seven years, eight years, um, and then uh, last year I kind of got the itch to uh, bring something to Evansville that Evansville didn't have, and that that was uh, an axe throwing venue. Um, so, myself along with with uh, uh, another business partner, we uh, we opened Plant uh, Timber Axe Throwing Company. And um, so now I'm, now I'm a professional axe thrower. It's kind of it's quite a nice bounce, actually. Yeah. Computer scientist to yeah. axe throwing professional. Yeah, I just uh, felt like I wanted to like follow the path of like a John Wick or something like that. And, uh, <laughs> Is that who you see yourself as, uh, John Wick? Nah, not really. I look better. No, I'm just kidding. That guy doesn't age. Keanu Reeves? He does not. No. He looks the exact same as he does in The Matrix as he does in Jalop 3. Yeah. Like, exactly. Matrix? Same. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Oh, okay. Even further. Yeah. 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 If you throw, if you throw the beard on him and Bill and Ted's, it's the same. It's John Wick. Yeah. 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 Must have sold his soul to the devil or something like that. <laughs> 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 yeah. But yeah, so, so now I. Uh, I teach people how to throw axes. Um, I compete. In, in axes yeah, you're like right. international ones now, right? Yeah, we're in the so during the the whole quarantine or shutdown, <clears throat> we've been competing virtually. Yeah, and I've been competing as an individual, and then we've got uh, a team that we've got that's a part of. Uh, it was originally called Tournament of States. Um, but then they, they added some teams from Canada and New Zealand and Australia and Ireland. And so now the, now it's called Global Team Throwdown. And so uh, we compete on a weekly basis against, you know, another team um, across the world. And uh, it's, uh, it's really cool. That's it's really cool. fun. Yeah, really, really fun. And uh, kind of keeps me sane during uh, quarantine down Something to do. Stuff. But we get to we get to reopen our business this week, uh, um, this Wednesday, which I'm excited about. Uh, um, not super excited about having to like wear a mask and stuff yeah, like that because it's it's, uh, it's it's kind of warm in here when you when you're throwing. It's warm and and uh, that mask does kind of restrict breathing and stuff like that. So that's that's kind of annoying. But it, it's what we've got to do right now until until we get. Uh, Get past all the yeah, uh, until post pandemic hoopla, but uh, yeah, now, now we can both add podcasters, video, players, yeah, YouTubers, uh, which is gonna be Twitchers, Twitchers, Twitch? so whatever. We can add that to our resume, yeah. People's people, people whose opinions matter, but that's us. That's us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> We'll, we'll get there. Though. But uh, for now, I think that's that's good enough about us. Mm -hmm. um, let's let's get into right. let's get into some some other issues that we've got going right now. Well, there's one big issue that's going on. Yeah, it's been going big. on. One very big. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's let's dive right into that. <laughs> Kind of diving headfirst into what's First going topic. on. That big giant. That big elephant giant in the world. Ball hanging over our head. Yeah. Uh, COVID nineteen. Uh, mm -hmm. Man, screwing everything up. <laughs> yes, it is. Screwing it is changing everything that we do. It's even changing uh, movies and TV shows. Yeah. It's affecting. It sucks, man. Really suck. You know, last night I was going through, and, and I'm, I mean, I'm, I love the DC universe. I love it. I'm a huge, I love it. And I love watching things more than one time. 
Because yeah. I, 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 I always tend to, especially in movies like that, like um, seeing things like, oh man, I didn't notice that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I saw like Justice League and Batman vs Superman in theaters. Like I, uh, Batman vs Superman in theaters, I think I saw like five times in theaters. In theaters? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so I think I'm the exact opposite. I'll go to watch it one time in theaters and then I'll watch it at home. Yeah. Well, I watch it. Well, but then you gotta wait two months to watch it at home. Yeah. Unless you torrent and <laughs> get the illegal copies. You can. You can do that. You can do that. You could hypothetically. But, uh, hypothetically, in theory, doesn't happen, but it it does happen, but it doesn't. Um, but yeah. So I mean, last night I'm scrolling through, and it's it's super hard to find things to watch. But I'm scrolling through, and like Justice League pops up. Just watched that last week because I was looking for something to watch, and it was the only thing that was on that I could watch. That that wasn't like going into Netflix or Hulu. Yeah, it's scrolling through like on YouTube TV. And, uh, but like, you know, normally if I'm looking for something to like fill 30 minutes of time, I'll, I'll probably throw it on like ESPN, like or baseball game, mm. or. Not basketball very often. Like that's the one thing. Like I'm not a huge basketball fan. Uh, I take it back. I'm not a huge NBA basketball fan. There you I go. Like college basketball. I was like college basketball. Uh, March Madness. We get yeah. Madness, March Madness. Love that. that yeah, miss that. Um, I'm really like hurt for baseball though. Um, that was like that was my sport growing up, and I really miss baseball. Um, but yeah, like there's. Can only watch those old games and reruns. The so reruns. Where it's like highlight uh, reels. Yep, I remember this. I remember you know, this. I they remember said this. that they said <laughs> that this year, um, most people had the NCAA bracket correct more than any other year. Yeah, because it was blank. Because it was blank. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just and, and TV too, like. Uh, the shows that you know got shut down early because they had to close production and yep. the way these TV series work you know they usually when they release the first episode there's um, like 75% of the episodes are done and then like 25% they're still doing like post production and stuff like that and, or, or reshooting you know minor scenes how long do you think how long of a delay do you think there's going to be to releasing new TV shows or new movies? I hope not. Like, I, but I, hope not I think much. there will be. I go go to whatever countries are open and allow you to shoot. Shoot there. <laughs> Just visual effects are good enough now. They can they can kind of green screen it all. Not green screen, but they can they can edit edit things to. Uh, we never watched that video about Unreal Engine Five. Uh, the PS5. The PS5 thing, yeah. Because okay. that that would that would show you what I'm talking about. Because it's ridiculous and nuts how they make this stuff look so real. But um, I, I, it's gonna be a while. It's gonna be a while. Like I'm thinking, I'm thinking at least a month or two, maybe two months delay on all of this stuff. No. no? It's be longer really. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think that we'll see new TV stuff, like stuff that was supposed to. So stuff that was supposed to come out in the fall, yeah. There might be some stuff that like has been kind of sitting on the chopping block for a while that they've had like done, mm-hmm. which might be stuff that we would never see anyways. That they'll pull out and go, oh yeah, hey, here's this new show, but this new show was actually never going to see the light of day. Yeah, and we might get to see it now, but I don't, I don't think that. I think a lot of networks too, my my nerd side that watches all the superhero shows um, like the CW puts out I think they've they've gone ahead and said new episodes are coming in 2021 oh which sucks uh, dang usually those shows will uh, will split mm-hmm. uh, the winter season so like they'll they'll come out like October November December they'll take a break and they'll take a break for like holidays and award seasons and then they'll come back in like February but I don't, I don't. Do you think they'll still take that break, though? Like, if they push everything back to 2021, will they take that break, like, mid-summer? No. Or do you think they'll just push straight through? I think they'll push till after award season, uh, mm-hmm. which will be interesting this year, too, because 
That's going to be messed up, too. We will have had, uh, what, two and a half months of movies in actual theaters. Yeah. And then now we've got all the stuff that's like theater at home, video on demand, where, you know, you got to go in. And The thing that frustrates me most about that is these movies that would normally have gone out to theaters that you can go on a video on demand. It costs twenty bucks. To yeah, to, they're expensive. Rent it when like when normally when it come once it's released on digital, twenty bucks is what it costs to buy it. Yeah, which is annoying. I feel like if if which I get it, they're losing all the ticket sales. Yeah, so they're going to rent it first, and then if somebody wants to go back and buy it down the road, then they're they going to pay another twenty bucks. But well, that's uh, a lot. That's forty dollars to see one to see a movie and then to own a movie digitally. Not even talking hard. Yeah, but you're talking to the guy that still buy it. Like I still go out. Now a lot of this is like the comic book. The the I really like. Uh, like I I enjoy artwork, and yeah. I think that that movie posters and, and cover work on Blu-rays and dark DVDs stuff like that. I think that's that's well thought out in a lot of things. So I enjoy that. Uh, but I still go out and buy like. When the movie comes out that I'm going to get, it's like I'm going to Best Buy tends to be the one I go to because they kind of have the market cornered on steelbooks. Um, mm. and hard copies. Hard copies. So I'll go and I'll buy the steelbook, you know, a limited edition because I, I'm the guy that watches all the special features too. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times when you buy digital, you don't get, or you'll get some, but maybe not all the special features. Um, that's, uh, that's actually that. accurate, yes. I watch every bit of that stuff. Um, but they're like 35 bucks for a steelbook edition, so, and I, I've got like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Oh my god. <laughs> no, digital, <laughs> digital. I do the digital libraries. But I do the digital as well. Um, I do, you know, each one of them comes with a digital copy, and you can, you can download that, so I do that as well. But, yeah. You know, I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be tough uh, to see what. It's tough for me because, like, I, I'm also an AMC A-list member, so we would go to movie. Oh, we go to times. the movie theaters three times a week. Oh man! So three times a week. Do you still have to pay for that? Like, are you still paying a weekly? No, they they, they, they close that off. Hiatus too. Three times a week? Yeah, three times a week. Yep, we'd go to movies. So we'd go all Damn. the time. We'd go all the time. The only thing I went to three times a week was work or the gym. That's, that's like it. I go to work a lot more than three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> you Me think, too. You better go to work more than three times But yeah, I enjoy it. You know, it was, it was one of those things where we, you go see, we, we were Movie Pass members first. Mm -hmm. And that was like, that was we'd go the every best. day. We'd go, we'd, we'd go all the time. Mm -hmm. It was nuts. The Movie Pass. I take stuff. it back. There's three three movies a month. What right? was? No. No. No, I'm talking about the A-list now. I can't remember what it was. I'll have to, I'll have to go I know that Movie Pass was movie pass one was... movie once a day. Yeah. We'd yeah. go all the time. I mean, and seriously. No 3D, no IMAX, no. Right. We would go, we would see, so Thursday was my day off. Thursday is movie release day in theaters because um, they don't do the midnight showings anymore since the shooting in a row. Yeah. Um, when it was a dark night or whatever back yeah. in the day. So we'd go Thursday to see a movie. We'd go Friday to see a movie. We'd go Saturday to see a movie. We'd go Sunday to see a movie. And what was really cool about that is I would see all these movies that like I wouldn't normally go watch because like I don't want to. I'm not gonna go watch that. I don't really. I don't want to pay twelve dollars. Like I would rent that down the road or like yeah I want to see it when it comes out. But, but like I can go see it on my own personal 150 foot screen. Yeah, that's true. Cool. Like, that is uh, kind of nice. Yeah, that's that's. that's and I have those cool. nice recliner chairs now too. Absolutely. Just kinda, like, yeah. Just sit back and enjoy. It's nice. That is nice. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of what uh, I mean. COVID nineteen. I mean, on top of that, businesses are closed. Restaurants are closed. I mean, uh, until some of the restaurants started opening here, I, 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 we would go out to eat pretty much every because of our work schedule here. We would go out to eat. Like Friday evening when we close, mm -hmm. Saturday evening when we close, 
but I mean, even when I go out with lunch and stuff like that, yeah, it's weird not being able to go into a restaurant to eat, and not only like that, like we've done it for two months. It's weird. That is weird. It's very weird. We and went to a me and Sarah went to a sit-down restaurant for the first time two days ago. Yeah. That was the first time we ever sat down in a restaurant. We for like two months. We went to McAllister's one day. Um, Amanda and I did for lunch, and it was real, good, real interesting. Then we went to Los Bravos mm -hmm. uh, with my mom, and then Amanda and I went last week, so it's been three times now. Uh, it's did interesting. You have to sit, we had to sit eight feet apart from the other tables. So it was just us two. The only one that I. So McAllister's had like. You know, normally you go to McAllister's, you order, they give you a number, you mm -hmm. go sit down and you put it on your thing. Yeah. They had the tables you could sit at marked already. With numbers. And so they you know, took our order, they looked out, and they're like, okay, you can sit at table two. Okay, great. So we go to table two and we sit mm -hmm. and, um, and then Los Bravos, the one I went to with my mom was in Jasper. And they had booths like, looked like a murder scene in they had, they had like yellow caution tape. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like there's salsa all over, over the place. No, there's blood everywhere. Draped over the like the seats. And so then it was like, they, they had the same thing. Like, uh, you had to sit here. Um, masks, of course, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. But, um, and then most Rob was here. I think instead of having caution tape, they just had like, like a sheet like this with an X on it. Like this table's closed. But uh, you know, not not really much different. Like still, still a lot day. of still a lot of uh, uh, a lot of the same. I mean, other than they're wearing masks and and uh, but I mean, really, some of those right. Like I think the reason that I chose Los Bravos when we went there was because like I, I feel like the people that own Los Bravos. Not that there are other restaurants that don't do this, but I feel like they're always very clean. Yeah. Always very clean, and um, I feel like there's always people cleaning stuff even before this. But, um, but yeah, that that would be that would be high up on my list now. Uh, now that you mentioned that, yeah, like the cleanliness of a restaurant before right. the COVID will affect how, what I think about going there after. Yeah, and and I almost feel like it's subconsciously because like. I don't think we like actively said, yeah, we're gonna go here because this place is clean and this place is not clean. Uh, but it's yeah. just kind of like <clears throat> when you sit and think about it, like, yeah, there's always somebody cleaning stuff. Because mm -hmm. um, there's all, there's so many people. I mean, those restaurants run so smooth because there's True. so many people there, and each person has their own different job. And when somebody's not doing something, there's usually always they're always going to do something. Like They're working, hard working. Absolutely, and have to. Uh, yeah, small business. You got to hard work hard to get by. Yeah. So, so restaurants. We Especially haven't been able restaurant to do that. Uh, we've been closed here, so like we can't have people come in and throw, which is which is tough. I mean, we just opened this in November, so we got November, December, January, February, and really one weekend in March, and. Uh, and then close. close, yeah. So it's been it's been tough. Luckily, we, you know, we did you know did the right thing um, financially and kind of kind of saved, which is good. Um, and and we, we should be fine. We we're, we got approved for one of those uh, payroll grants. protection program grants, which was great. You know, a lot of places didn't get that. We did get that. We we're lucky to get that. And, uh, uh, but if you know if we weren't able to open this week, like this week's payroll period, this is really the last one that would be a part of that PPP grant. Mm -hmm. So you know we're excited to get to open and get people coming back in and get some money coming back in. Yeah, That's hopefully. From a business perspective, yeah. Hopefully people are still going to be people are still going to be a little bit trepidate. Uh, trip trip what is that word? Trepidation. Trepidatious. Yeah, they're going to be a little bit. Yeah. Cautious. I think so. Yeah, I mean, this this area probably not near as much as others uh, because of uh, how many affected. Yeah, but well, that and just I think uh, I think a lot of mindsets in this area 
I'm very different from a lot of mindsets. Yeah, that scares elsewhere, me. Which, yeah, it's, it, it can be tough, for sure. Especially with the pandemic going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but as long as, as long as they drink as, their bleach as as and, you know... <laughs> inject, be, inject their Lysol. Inject, inject the Lysol. Oh they'll, be, they'll be safe and be good. I'm kidding. Disclaimer. Don't. Please don't, don't do drink that. bleach. Please don't drink bleach. Oh my well, god. If they do, it, it is Darwin. I mean, yes, yeah. but don't don't take advice from legal advice from a podcast. <laughs> Unless it's a podcast about legal advice. <laughs> even then, even then, even then. <laughs> so so we talked about uh, restaurants and businesses. businesses. What, what about school? What yeah. Is, what does school look like? So I'm I'm a teacher. He's married to a teacher. Yeah. So something that weighs heavily on our minds is about school. Um, also weighs heavily on my mind because of how uh, kids are with regular just school. sickness. <laughs> and uh, there's a reason why they give teachers 20 sick days when they start because it literally. Uh, well, no. It's because you get sick. You'll get sick constantly because your immune system's not ready to be around a bunch of kids and all the diseases and stuff that they carry just illnesses that they carry constantly so out of school like you don't <laughs> you don't know how many kids have touched something or how, who's touched what or that desk that you're sitting in has been touched by like 30 people before you just that day um, not to like if you're in one of those classes where you have the teacher that makes you get up and move around in the classroom too like everything's getting touched constantly uh, like I, I think that our school corporation BBSC uh, is training the teachers now to do virtual days and I think that it could be a virtual day quarter one just because of the if there's one student that has it one student in a classroom and that student transfers to four different classrooms on the day 30 people in each classroom so 30 people 30 people 30 people 30 people look at 120 people exposed and then you got everyone in the hallways also exposed and if one of those kids is sick then it's going to spread like wildfire in a school and kids don't like imagine trying to get a third grader or a second grader to be forced to wear a mask because the mask isn't there for your it, it's not just there for your protection it's also there to protect others from you so if you sneeze or if you cough with the mask on it doesn't go straight out into the other person it it gets dispersed or it gets caught uh, right up against you so i think that we're gonna do i think we'll do virtual for quarter one they're training teachers now um, on how to do it and to make the grades count because this last quarter the grades did not count if they hurt you so let's say that quarter three you got a B and then you did none of your like none of your work right so let's say you, you sat at home every day you sat at home you did nothing as a high school student. Yeah, but that just trains that just trains the kids to do the same thing in quarter one. I know, but they're not gonna be able to do that now. Yeah. They're going to. They're, but they're not going to be allowed to. We hope they're not. They're not gonna be allowed to, but if they're at home, how are you gonna control that? I well their grade's gonna go low. That's what I've been promised. I've been so like quarter three if you got a B, if you did nothing and you got a D at the end of quarter four, we adjusted your grade to a B. But so 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 the tough the tough part there is just like anything else, schools are, are political systems. They can be. And yes. you know, and the schools have, you know, different grades for where the more or less where the intelligence level of their student body is. I would I would contest work it's more work work ethic. Your grade reflects your work ethic. Well, I mean, else. like, if if your school in the EBSC has a really low, like, GPA, overall GPA, 
aren't you won't like your superintendent come crashing down on you as a school and go, you know, hey, you need to do this because the state's gonna the state's looking into our school because now we suck. It's not so how 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 it would work in like Indiana, standardized test. It's the letter. It's that letter grade. Is. It's that letter grade or whatever. So in Indiana, if you are an F school for however many years, I think it's like three years. Close they the state comes in and takes over. They well they come in and they take <laughs> over. Yeah. And so when they come in and take over, does that make you what is that called? Is that a oh shoot the words escaping me? Um, not a charter school, but a state run school. A magnet school? No. 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 Okay. That's just, just a state, state run school. school. And what they'll do is that they don't want you to get to three. Yeah, I did. I don't know what that was. Huh, I don't either. <laughs> that was odd. That was. That sounded a bit like a growl. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it was a bit well, weird. I don't know what that was, but hopefully it's not like a gremlin up there. Or but what if you're a D or an F school, you can apply for grants. We're gonna get, come back to that gremlin comment I just made because uh, yeah, okay, that'll be later. Yes, school. If your school gets a D or an F. You can apply for money from the state to, to hire more professionals and stuff like that to come in and help you. So the system that's happening is that if you're a DRM school, you apply, you get a grant money, grant money comes in, you're able to hire all these professionals that are able to help your school run. So like you're able to hire paraprofessionals, you're, you're able to hire like secretaries, you're able to hire more teachers, you're able to hire counselors and social workers, and you can hire all these people. And your school will move from an F to a D to a C. And then the moment you hit C level, the funding disappears. The funding disappears, all the professionals go away. What do you think happens to the school? It goes right back. It goes back right down to a D and then to an F. So it's like this cycle of just constantly moving up and down to not be an F school, um, which really is annoying and it sucks because it really hurts those kids every three years it hurts a new group of kids but for two years it's okay but for the third year it's, you know, it all depends on what year you get in your kid to school like that's terrible that shouldn't happen every time yeah. but I don't think that we will go back to quarter one like normal unless we get a vaccine or you know everyone gets it and we don't overwhelm the system I think we're going to go digital because they're trying to implement six foot apart desks. No, <laughs> that's not going to work. Yeah. Not even a little bit. Yeah. So I think it'll be digital for the first quarter. Well, that's. that's and the grades are going to count this time, which is what. Well, hopefully. All of you kids at home should know. Hopefully it counts. Yeah. Businesses. Yep. Business closings and reopenings. Yeah. So so businesses were hit hit hard. Like Very hard. like I was saying, we we were we opened in November and we made it through we closed on uh, March nineteenth, I believe. March yeah, March March eighteenth we we had a small little uh, gathering in here to mm -hmm. do some some video work with some of our league members and then we closed on the nineteenth. So so we've been closed for two and a half months, uh, which is the amount of time we were open in 2020. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was hard. Luckily, uh, luckily, we managed our finances as well. We had a little bit of a, uh, of a nest egg saved, um, but you know, also lucky that we have a great, um, great banker at, um, German American Bank, mm. uh, who she she's on top of her stuff. Uh, I'm I'm in contact with her almost every I mean uh, pretty much every week for sure. Just trying to make sure you know is there any other program we can apply for? Um, yeah. Do we have to pay? When do we have to pay stuff back? If we have to pay stuff back? Uh, You're on top of things. Yeah, trying to be on top of it. Mm -hmm. uh, but still, there's, there's a lot. Of, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when when you go back and, and I think about, here's what we should have had in March, and here's what we should have had in April, and here's what we should have had in May. 
there's a lot of lost income. Mm -hmm. Way more lost than what we got with the, the personal uh, payroll protection program grant. Um, what you were lucky we, to but get. We're really which we're lucky to get. Yeah, we're yeah. really small. The, the, which is what it's made for. It's made to help small businesses. What's crazy was seeing that like the Los Angeles Lakers got yeah. money from the PPP grant. Uh, publicly traded companies got yeah, absolutely. That and, is and it's not insane. It's insane. And then they're giving. They're they're all now coming out and going. Oh, we're giving this money back. Well, guess what? There's a lot of companies that have closed business already, closed yeah. forever, because of it. Because they didn't get it because those companies took that opportunity. Mm -hmm. And and I know I can't say for sure, but if they're giving that money back to the government, the likelihood that that money is going to be redispersed as a part of that program probably not existed. Yeah. It's not going to get redispersed. Uh, what they would be better off doing is setting up some type of relief program themselves. Which ultimately they'd have to pay their PPP loan back, but guess what? They'll be fine. They can pay that back. If we then redisperse that money out to businesses in their local communities, that would be, you know, actually get to utilize the, the yeah. funds. Um, but yeah, small businesses hit hard. Uh, I know more than uh, one business that is closed permanently due to COVID, uh, both small and, and big business. Um, yeah. It's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a struggle, yeah. To get us to open. Um, I, I am excited to open hmm. back up again, um, main, mainly because I want this place to survive. Not that I want to get sick or I want to get anybody sick. Um, I, do, yeah. I do think that at the end of the day, um, we're all adults and we can make our own decisions. Um, uh, well, there's more to it. We can make, we can make, make our own decisions, but... Um, it's ultimately up to the businesses to make sure that they yes, uh, I would say that, that they implement changes to, to help and you know a couple of things that we're doing um, you know we've got sanitizing stations we we're, we're limiting the amount of people that can come in uh, on each lane and we're sanitizing before and after well yeah before the first one and after each group after that so yeah, yeah. before and after. Um, requiring masks, um, you know, to decrease the percentage chance that it's, you know, that somebody gets sick. So we're, you know, we're impl implementing all those changes. Uh, Are you going to have masks, like, for them, or do they have to bring their own? We want them to bring their own. Yeah. But we will have masks available if somebody so forgets theirs. We might home. be able to sell it to them, too. That's that's what we'll do. Yeah, yeah. We're, it, they they cost us this like a dollar a piece, and we're gonna sell them for a dollar a piece. We're yeah. not looking to make money off of it, uh, but we will require somebody to, or you will require you to yeah. wear a mask. And I think that that's good for every business that opens too. We just don't want to advertise that we have them because we don't want the people just coming just in depend on you. It's hard to get masks, and so we yeah we don't. Which want means to that you would charge more for each mask. To try to, if you're outbidding if other we, people for yeah, it. If we, if we run out of masks, yeah, we'll have to charge more for the masks, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, but we, we just hope that you, you know, there's plenty of people who are making masks and you can yeah. buy masks online and, and uh, you know, it's, it's not difficult. My wife's made all mine, I think probably together we... I almost feel like it's more fun than anything to, to make the mask. There, there you go. <laughs> I uh, I actually bought uh, a mask. Uh, Jason Momoa partnered with the company, uh, a, a company that makes like climbing products. And what? Jason Momoa does and throws yeah. tattoos and stuff too. So I was like, I've got to get a mask. It's got his like the image of his tattoo on the side of it. Oh. So I was like, yep. Yeah. So I've got I've got like one of those and I'm. Batman mask and plaid mask. I figured you'd have a Batman mask. I knew you would. Now, yeah, I wanted the, to do the, like a 3D printed. Uh, yeah. I wanted to do um, so tried in it. Suicide it's, Squad. Yeah. The Batman respirator mask. And they, there's somebody that 3D prints those. And then they have interchangeable. Uh, the filters. filters. Okay, so I have a 3D printer at home. And I tried making one of those masks. And like the nose, like going around the nose and stuff is all very, it's not one size fits all. Right. Um, which really sucks. 
So whenever I made one, it wouldn't fit on my face. And I tried making adjustments to it, it still wouldn't fit on my face. And then you can't get the filters anywhere either. So like, you have to hand make the filters anyway. So we might as well make your own right. homemade mask. <laughs> and get weird looks at the... So I wore, so a little bit, so like homemade masks, uh, I think work just fine. And obviously they're not as good as like N95 masks, but it's better than nothing. Um, but I wore my zebra stripe mask to Schnucks, one of the local grocery stores that was here in Evansville. And uh, so I, I wore it in there to get ribs and I'm holding this bag of ribs, or two slabs of ribs in my hands. And this lady comes up to me and uh, like me and my wife match, they match each other. And so we're adorable. Um, and this lady comes up to me and she goes, oh, I love your mask. I was like, oh, you know, my, my wife's aunt made it for us. We have matching ones. You know, the last time I wore anything zebra stripe, I was uh, doing it as a stripper for a 50-year-old's birthday party. And <laughs> at that moment, I realized that I had overshared uh, a little bit too much with the stranger in line with me. And uh, uh, she made some very awkward looks, and uh, we didn't talk to each other the rest of the day, like in the live, we didn't talk at all, because um, <laughs> of what I had said, um, and admitted to what I had done. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> be careful when you wear your mask out in public, because some of them may have stories behind them. Uh, so, yeah, wear your mask. For sure. For sure. Even if it's homemade and has a backstory, wear your mask. <laughs> um, so, uh, in, in kind of a humorous spirit as well, I'm thinking, let's put... So, like, there are people out there that are refusing to wear masks, even when they're required. Even when the business says you need to wear a mask, there are people who will not wear masks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, exactly. But I figured... We could I don't put, want to wear a mask. I have... So I, I have allergy-induced asthma, and sometimes when it, it's sometimes it's hard enough to breathe as it is. So yeah. I throw this mask on, especially in here where it's it's warmer than it is in, it's a, already in human. a super AC situation. Uh, I'm gonna have to wear this mask, and, and it's you know it, it sucks to breathe, yeah. but but it, it would suck to to. Be hooked up to a respirator. And More. That. It would really yeah. suck to me. Yeah. And like this, this thing even like I've got glasses. Sure. So whenever I wear a mask, it fogs the glasses up. I can't really see. Your contacts. I no. <laughs> refuse. But there are people out there who refuse to wear masks, even when the business is like you have to wear a mask. They refuse to do it because they're. And I feel like we could do. Do you know how many times I I, I was in Lowe's. Um, I was in Lowe's and which it seemed a little odd to me but early on Lowe's was not restricting the amount of people inside their store really but they were restricting the amount of people who could go outside into their garden area the outdoor area was restricted yep and I think it was mainly because of it's a smaller confined space okay but I heard this guy he, he had to wait in line and he try he walks up to the line and he's like I didn't know we lived in a communist country. Yeah. Was like, that doesn't have anything to do with communism. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have anything to do with it. And, and, and I heard the same thing at Menards. Menards is one of the only companies that I've been into that's requiring a mask. Um, and if you don't have one, they make you buy one or you, you don't get to come in. And someone said the same thing. I didn't know we lived in a communist country. It's not communism. Oh my gosh, it's not communism. It's not communism. Not even in the slightest is no, it communism. Not at all. Someone needs to read, uh, someone needs to check their literature. Sure. Of what <laughs> communism is. Reread some of those books. Yeah. But I figured we could do, I have, uh, like, do some puns based on people who will not wear masks. Okay. So, 30 seconds on the clock. Got puns of people. 30 seconds on the clock. Let's see here. I'm gonna stop watch going. Oh, we're gonna do an actual clock. I was just thinking hypothetical yeah. clock. We'll do 30 seconds on the clock. You let me know when you want me to start. Okay. Well, you can join in too if you got one. 
Yeah. If you got a pun. Me? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. 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 And go. Um, co co Covidiots uh, would be a good one. Um, Corn Divas? Corn Divas? Like they're a little bit diva-ish because yeah. they refuse to do it. Like yeah. um, something with a fandom. I'm thinking uh, Harry, Harry Potter fandom, uh, death, uh, death greeters, death greeters instead of death eaters kind of thing. Um, you got another one? Hmm. How about, so, so fandoms, let's see here. How about uh, people who are a fan of cults? How about the French Covidians? <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's be good. like, uh, trying to come up with like, Covid Koresh. <laughs> also a branch Covid in. <laughs> okay, thirty seconds on the clock. That's over. It's over with. Oh man, we're almost a minute. I know. We are very over time. Uh, um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs>
Bye. See you.